Hey, this week on Used Car Weekly, social media is a big thing. It's a big thing in everybody's life. But how about advertising? What is relevant, what's not? That's what we're going over in this week's episode of Used Car Weekly. You're watching Used Cars Weekly with Jason Rice. Hey, Jason Rice here from La Pop for CBT News Used Cars Weekly, and I'm excited about this episode. Social media is a big impact in everybody's life, and it's a some fit, say it's a phase in and out. And there's multiple social media platforms that people are utilizing nowadays. Some are hot, some are not. Some are fading, some are increasing. So we brought in John McAdams from Social Dealer. I can't find anybody else more with expertise on the social media realm and what dealers should be doing. So I welcome you, John, aboard. And um, you know, I, first I want to kind of, I don't know. Let's give some background. Where where are you from? What 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 started you in this part of the industry? I think every job that I've had up until the GM spot over all those rooftops really uh, educated me on how to become a better general manager, but quite frankly, how to really market myself better. Um, I had to because the dealerships that I took over had some really large dealerships all around me that had large uh, ad budgets. And I didn't have that at the stores I was at. So, you know, I had to look around and be creative. Um, and, uh, and make sure that I was using the channels that had the most effectiveness and the best ROI in order to turn more profit for the store, right? That was at the end of the day as a GM, that was my goal. That was my directive from my, from my dealer principal. Um, and then, uh, after I did that for about four or five years, I said, you know what, this has been great. Uh, and I went back on to the vendor side to really take that education that I received at that GM chair level that I helped grow and build and get into the into the black versus the red and really bring that to social media for car dealers. But I find myself on a plane most days, traveling all over the country, uh, helping dealers leverage the internet to sell and service more cars. Yeah, you know, and I, in being on the vendor end, and I, I appreciate that because, you know, a lot of times uh, they say those that don't teach, but that's not the case with a lot of people, you know, like yourself, you know, my background, your background, we, we've been in the trenches. And, uh, you know, what, what I find uh, challenging at a lot of dealerships or managers at those dealerships is kind of the one side of you, their market, their lot, and not really looking at what's happening. So as you get to travel and visit all these dealers across country, you get to see patterns and trends and successes and, and, and help dealers do that. So when it comes to social media, media and, and marketing, especially used cars, you know, we're running through a lot of inventory right now um, that, you know, it's, it's crazy how a lot of these cars uh, are getting multiple leads selling fast. And I got a lot of leads left over. I can't sell a car too, but then there's a lot of cars not getting activity. And it's sometimes not a price point. Sometimes it's getting that car in front of uh, the right buyer and stuff. So um, again, social media, I, I guess, do we wrap that up into a Facebook package or is there other avenues, but what should dealers do when they come to market cars and get in front of people like again on that, that social media? Yeah. Look, Jason, I, I think every dealer right now is faced with some um, challenges that we haven't seen in the past. Right. Um, like I said, I'm 25, 30 years in, I haven't seen some of the challenges that we've seen over the past 18 months. It just didn't exist in my world. Right. Um, but that doesn't mean that we're going to stop doing what we do, which is sell and service more cars profitably right at the dealership level. That's what we're here to do. Um, so how do you really leverage social media to do that from a, from a used car perspective, right? Like you said, there's a lot of vehicles on the ground that are moving quickly, right? We probably don't need any more leads on those cars, right? They're the, the, the hot trades that are moving in and out, right? They're moving along by themselves and getting burning gas. 
it's the other ones. And how do we get the eyeballs on all the vehicles to make it quickly turn off your lot, right? So think about this, social media, you know, on average, people spend about three, four, five hours a day on social media. The question that dealers will ask me is, well, what channel do I advertise on to move my, move my cars the, the quickest and most efficient way? And I don't have an answer for you on that, other than the fact that there's lots of people on Facebook, lots of people on Instagram, lots of people on TikTok, lots of people on Snapchat, lots of people on Pinterest and, and all the other channels. It's important to make sure that we leverage all those channels, but market with the right audience and the right message at the right time. What, is that, what do I mean by that? For example, Pinterest, we know, is about 85% female gender-based. So that ad, that vehicle will be a completely different market than, say, somebody on Facebook or on Snapchat or TikTok, right? So we know that, you know, if it's safety and reliability and feature and functionality, you know, Pinterest is a great place to do that for that audience segment. So let's market our used cars that fit that fit that realm. But if I'm going to go out there and move a GT350R or an SRT or, 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 or a, a Raptor, for example, that probably is not the vehicle that you want, we want to put on Pinterest, right? Because it's sure. not the demographic for us. Okay. The great thing about social media it's really completely, absolutely reportable, right? You can see who you market to and how much is going there, what the cost per click is, what the cost per thousand is. Did it generate me a lead into the BDC? Did I sell that car quick enough or do I need to go back and turn into a different vehicle? So when it comes to social media, I think it's important to have a strategy, not just, you know, not just put advertising dollars into one particular medium because we think that's going to work the best for us. All right, so when it comes to, Social media marketing, obviously different platforms. Um, so when a dealer does it, and here, I'll act naive. I, I'm just getting in this realm. I, I don't know what to do with my cars. Do I go to Facebook and blast it out to everybody and anybody? Do I create a profile to market it to? To your point, um, you know, take this truck buyer and statistically males are buying trucks. So let's narrow them down to the male market and, and you know, eight, you know, 20 to 50 year rate, 60 year olds in this region, or do I, and then do I take this convertible and put it on, you know, Pinterest or what have you? I mean, it, it, does dealers need to get that narrow or do they blast it out or what's typically the best practice? Yeah. You know, that's a really great question, Jason. <clears throat> and I would say this, it's, it's, there's no one size fits all here, but what I like to do is use the data to our benefit, right? So, You've got top trade reports and you've got top use sale reports. Let's look at those first, right? Inside of certain PMAs and certain zip codes and make sure if you have some of those vehicles on the lot, we get rid of them. But also from a vehicle acquisition perspective, let's go out and find the people that are that actually currently are driving those exact vehicles used that you sell the most of and make the most money of. Okay. And you'll get more of them. Right. So, for example, you know, Facebook Marketplace is a is a for sale by owner classified listing as well as offer up. So do, do I go after everybody who's selling a vehicle within 10 miles of my store on Marketplace? I would probably argue that point and say, no, why wouldn't we use the top trade report and the top selling report and find out year, make, model, miles and price, which ones move the quickest and hold the most gross? And let's go find more of them. Right. Let's be really expert and very rifled with our approach because Facebook or any other channel will accept any amount of money we send to them. They're, they will not yeah. turn it down. Yeah. Right. But from an ROI perspective, I need to make sure that every dollar is efficient and gets tied to a vehicle so that you can prove that we moved it quicker, faster, 
for more gross. And I think by taking our time and doing it right, and the dealer doesn't really have to do all that homework themselves. They just have to provide some of the data back to us, right? So that we can then say, by the way, Mr. or Mrs. Dealer, here's who we believe we should be marketing to for a vehicle acquisition perspective, right? If you want to buy more cars, let's go, go talk to the people that are currently selling them online and the ones that you want to buy because you can move the quickest for the most gross. You know, kind of marketing other than inventory on social media, what's the best practice? Do I let my team do it? Do I do it myself? Is video content and other things? That'd be one avenue I want to talk about. And then the other, before I forget, would be service. You know, I think yeah. dealerships with service, uh, it's going to be huge right now. People are going to have to keep their cars on the road longer because of the lack of inventory. Um, and I think people put more miles and wear and tear on cars nowadays because a lot of them are Uber drivers now or, or food drivers and delivery drivers, you know, and using a vehicle to do that. So I think leveraging service is going to be huge going forward and is social media, that platform. And again, at social media, what do you guys do to maybe help dealers on those two fronts? Yeah, I'll, I'll probably work my way backwards. I'll start Perfect. with service, right? So service right now, service and used cars is, is where it's at, right? Until the new car chip shortage resolves itself, whenever that may be. So from a service perspective, there's a lot of things you can do on social media. One is break everybody into an active, a lost, and then a conquest category, right? So if I'm active with you currently in service, we may or may not need to serve them up a social media ad because they're already active. But I would argue the point that we should, but just do less of them, right? If they've been in in the last two or three months, let's hit them with another message, but let's not overwhelm them. However, if you have somebody who's lost and ready to defect, they haven't been in for six months or nine months, yet they bought the car with you and or they've been servicing with you, I think we have to get a very aggressive message out to them before they defect to another independent facility or somewhere else, right? So we can use social media for that. Remember, everybody's in an audience in social media. So an active customer is in an audience. They would never get the message that uh, a lost or a conquest customer would get because they're in a different bucket. But then you've got the conquest people. And these are people driving the same makes that we sell and service in my backyard, but they don't do business with me today for whatever reason. Why wouldn't we not serve them up in a more aggressive ad or you know, a newsfeed ad, right? And then either give you value props as to why I do business with Jason Rice Motors versus somebody else, right? Why not use social media to get back in front of them and let them know now's a great time to come in and take care of those two extra items that they left off through a social media campaign. Yeah, and I think that's important even when it comes to inventory used cars, because again, this is the show, but every service opportunity should be an appraisal opportunity, an acquisition opportunity. So the more you can maximize social media to drive those people into your dealership. And when you mentioned, you know, the data, so, and, and again, I'm going to dumb this down for some people that might not have done this before. So basically you could go into your CRM, take any active leads that maybe haven't done business with us and or service customers, again, what you're talking, Mark, and, and export those that data out of your CRM. It's a service loss, the service, you know, active service conquest, and then dump that into a service like your guys. And, and then it picks up those people's profiles and we can start marketing into them Correct. different ways, right? Yeah, yeah. And think of it between DMS and CRM inside the dealership, right? So the DMS has all my sales and service historical customers, mm -hmm. right? Where my CRM has all my unsold sales prospects. I raised my hand, but I didn't buy yet, right? Yeah. So, so we kind of break them up into two different categories. And for me, like you, Jason, I believe everybody who rolls into service lane, I should be able to get my hands on and make a decision if I want to buy that vehicle. 
So if they're a current customer, I know a lot of information about them. So I think they're the perfect customer for me to put my hands on while the service drive and see if I want to buy that vehicle back from them. But the conquest owner, the people have never been there before, we want to drive those people to the service lane and then have somebody touch that vehicle. One, make a decision if they want to appraise the vehicle and buy the vehicle while they're in the service lane. And if that answer is no, that's okay. We'll still put them through the shop, right? And write an RO on it and get it done that way. But that's the way we believe we should be driving traffic, new VIO traffic into the service lane so that we have the ability to appraise that vehicle and make a decision if we want to buy it. Perfect. Yeah, and so that goes back into one, do you see dealers, you know, just kind of, hey, I want to try this social media thing and then just creating some kind of Facebook market ad and just generically blasting it out and go, hey, that didn't work versus to your point, let's pull out the database, let's slice and dice, give it to somebody that can strategically do it. Um, I, I'm guessing you're, are you seeing dealers doing more of the latter than what we're just talking about currently? Yeah, I think, listen, I, I, as, a, as a former GM, we've all tried to do it ourselves, right? And I applaud anybody trying to do it themselves. But, you know, the Facebook business manager is more complicated than many tools I've ever been in. And I'm a Microsoft certified system engineer. So I'm one of these propeller heads as well, right? It's yeah. a very complicated program for a end user at a dealership to learn. Can they? Certainly, absolutely, right? But it's a longer curve to learn, right? So what we see with that is a lot of times the dealers will say, well, I'll boost my post or I'll boost my ad, which is Facebook's way of saying, put your credit card in, we'll, hmm. we'll, we'll give you a geolocation and you could actually spend money with Facebook on a credit card. Facebook will tell us privately, please don't have your dealers do that because the targeting is very limited. The yeah. Facebook ad network, as we all know, is very limited today. So in order for Facebook ads or Instagram ads or Instagram ads to work is you should really ingest other sorts of data, data you already have inside of your DMS, inside of your CRM, uh, IHS or Oracle. We've got all the data. We ingest that data into Facebook. At the dealership level, you probably don't have access to Oracle. You probably don't have access to IHS. You've got access to the DMS and the CRM, but now you have to do a manual process to upload, clean, first of all, clean it, and then upload it, add a campaign, add some creative and set it live, right? So- yeah. Uh, so it's a lot of work to do. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, uh, I would think dealers nowadays are running a little bit shorter staff. If it's not because they can't hire anybody, some might be out of COVID or being sick. And then we're trying to stretch people to do more. So to tie them up to do this effectively, which again, a lot of people are spending their time there. I don't know, uh, you know, probably better than me, but how many hours per day are people spending scrolling through? I think somebody said there was either like 300 yards or 300 feet of scrolling that people do it's, through their phone. Yeah, the length of the Empire State Building, whatever that is, 14 per day, feet, yeah. right? So you're, you're, you're pretty much right on there, right? Three, 400 yards, times three, 900, 1,000. So, so it's a lot of time. It's a lot of scrolling with your thumb and it's a lot of time, three, four, five hours a day which is more than any other media that I know of. If you really think about it yourself, when's the last time you or I or the audience has really spent, say, four or five hours on Google? We haven't. We actually search, we jump, we go to the, mm -hmm. but on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, you know, I think I heard a stat the other day where TikTok overtook Facebook as the number one social media channel last month, right? Yep. Number one, yep. because it's a lot of time people spend there and we have to just get your dealership in front of those eyeballs, right? So that when they're ready to service or they're ready to turn their car in and have you buy it or ready to buy a new car, your name becomes top of mind.
right? Yeah. And, you know, I think about, again, that uh, we always try to, as dealers or people at the manage, try to do it ourselves. But if you want to step back and just think about what we just talked about, how much time people are spending there, and then go back in time, 10, 15, 20 years, maybe even five years. So I, how much did you spend for a commercial, a 30 second commercial for production of that commercial and then time slots of that commercial or a print ad in your paper? How much money in, did we spend on those ads without it being trackable? Don't know. A lot of people not watching the commercials, get up, go to the bathroom, but yet we spent tens of thousands of dollars there, but we're afraid to spend a little money to be more productive on that you know, social media. And so again, it's a big resource. So I guess let's wrap it up a little bit on the, all right, what's the best practice and what do you, what do you encourage dealers to do on the, on the, on the side note, as an employee, if I was at a dealership, if I was a salesman, I would try to brand and market my own thing, sell, promote some cars on there. And I know there's some legalities in there, what I can and can't say as a salesperson, as far as money down. And, but I mean, and then as a dealer and general manager, a lot of people that I find um, in making some kind of impact in the market our general managers at least that i'm paying attention to it, they're general managers that are out there all the time doing videos showing their meeting showing hooping and hollering and and getting that presence um you know and, and if i was a friend or a neighbor of that person seeing that active i feel like i'm going to lean toward them to probably do business with because i see them every day you know yeah. so do we encourage dealerships uh as GMs and dealers to be get out in front of this and do that. And, or do I let my staff kind of be their own yeah. advertising and, and yeah. kind of bundle it up? Uh, you know, listen, um, I think it depends on the dealership and how comfortable they are with social media, right? There's a lot of fear inside of social media, even today, but back in the day when I was selling cars, we would take our business cards and we'd give them out to everybody we met all day, all night, all weekend long, yeah. restaurants, bars, parades, picnics. Well, those things don't happen as much, right? So, today's salesperson needs to be a little more creative and use a different media, right? So the media that's out there that's available to them that they're probably all on is social media. So there's no, there's no fear to fear social media from a, from a business perspective, as long as you get to control it. Would I, if I was selling a Ken again, would I be a marketing machine on Facebook? Absolutely. All day long. I'd be marketing myself. I'd be marketing myself. I'd be marketing myself because I know that's where all the people are all my happy customers that I've sold cars to, my inventory, my bird dogs, whatever it could be, I'd be out there marketing. But it wouldn't always be about the car, by the way, Jason. Yeah. It would yeah. be about the community, right? So the one thing I could probably give the best practice if you learn nothing else today is make your social channels community focused. Yeah. And the easiest way to do that is this. Go to your Facebook page, go to your business Facebook page and just scroll, just scroll. And stop when you hit a post that has nothing to do with the car business, not a vehicle delivery, not an inventory, not a service special, not a walk around, none of that. Something that has nothing to do with the car business, because that's how you're going to win the social game. Become part of the community. And here's why. Very simply, if we all went to a party today with a fistful of business cars and cards and all we did at that party was say, I sell cars, we would probably not be invited back to the party, right? Right. Yeah. But if we do what we always do as humans and we go to the party, we grab a, a drink and we get to know people and we get to understand them, eventually somebody's going to say, Jason, hey, Jason, tell me, what do you do? Funny you ask. I sell cars at Jason Wright Motors. If you have any need, or your family has any need, or your friends have any need, look me up. Here's my card. That is how social media was designed to work. So that's probably the one best practice I could give all dealers out there is, 
is unwind our brain a little bit from, you know, I sell a car, sell a car, I sell a car, I sell a car, become part of the community. And from there, we'll be also selling cars as well. Yeah. And, you know, to, to piggyback on that, John, to wrap this up, you know, I would also encourage you um, to put your pictures with your family. I'll put the camping trip you're on. I mean, you know, I, I do a lot of camping. I'll post that stuff. And, you know, if I have, if I'm selling cars and somebody's buying a camper and they see me posting about camping, they're going to be, Hey, I, I know you camp a lot. What truck should I get? Cause I got this camper I'm looking to buy, you know, things like that. So, but you're a family person, you got kids, you know, be part, not just of the community, but being involved in, or, you know, actively living your life too. And, and sharing be those human. moments. Yeah. yeah. Be human. Yeah, be it's human. a human experience. Social is a human experience. You know, thank, like you said, camping, Whatever your hobbies happen to be, thank the hospital in town, thank the fire department, thank the ambulance service, thank, you know, restaurants for always being there. Thank the people who come and plow out the dealerships in the Northeast or the West when it's snowing. Just be part of the community. Things that we normally do as people, we kind of forget about that on social media. But if you're genuine on social media, the results will follow. So I think a good combination of being genuine, being involved in the community, and then popping an ad here and there obviously gets those people uh, closer and more involved with you. And they get to be, again, social. Right? Yeah, social. Be social. So, John, social <laughs> dealer. Thank you very social dealer. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. I know you're going to be at NADA. People are going to be yes, able sir. to see you floating around. So if you're interested yeah. in talking to John uh, and, and maybe be at NADA, hit him up. We are going to be at NADA too with Lot Pop. Uh, anybody going there, we'd be excited to talk to you. Also, I'm going to plug this shameless plug WTF. Work the Facts, Used Car Management, book out. Just go to workthefacts.com. If you need help with used car management, we got that going for you. But John, I appreciate it. Thanks for your time today. Anybody looking at social media, again, I would be involved as much as you can. Like we both said, if you want to dabble in it, try it for free, start getting some traction there. But also, again, start investing in it because that's where people are investing their time. Thanks for watching Used Cars Weekly.